BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. January 20th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, SmackDown and AEW Rampage Edition. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Issa tonight to talk about the fallout from SmackDown, the fallout from Rampage, everything that's going on in the world of professional wrestling. We've got reviews, we've got news, we've got witty banter and the love between the hosts all here for you tonight on the wrestling Inc podcast. Now, if you like the podcast, be sure to like share, subscribe, click on that bell notification to make sure you get notified when new episodes go live. We are happy to do this for you. Our crew is here every Tuesday and Friday and Alfred Issa. It is lovely to see you tonight after SmackDown, everything that's going on with the bloodline. This is painful. This is just, this is just slow motion chaos. And um, it's tearing me apart. To be quite frank, uh, it's I'm very now I'm not stressed now I'm just dreading the. It should uh, be it should be tearing you apart as a, as a Sami Zayn fan. If I was in your position, I'll be extremely scared. As a matter of fact, you should offer him some kind of, you know, like hide him or something because he's gonna die. him. Wow. Yeah. As a fan of this storyline, I'm actually getting very excited about the twists and turns that are coming and the dissension within the bloodline and the acknowledgement ceremony. And I'm very, very encouraged in terms of the direction of the storyline. And I can't wait to see what turn they take at Royal Rumble. Well, as I tweeted earlier, I want Sami Zayn and the bloodline to have a spontaneous crazy breakup like the epic festival of friendship between Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens yes. and not a slow petulant breakup like the tedious festival of exasperation between my parents. So I'm afraid Man. that it's going to be a little more like the latter. And uh, I'm just going to sit here and uh, think, you know, if I were better, maybe they wouldn't be getting a divorce. That got personal real quick. Do you need to talk about it, Glenn? I've got feelings about this. I, I come so. from a divorce household and I, I made the mistake, Glenn, when my parents sat me down to tell me about it. I asked them to stay together until my quinceanero you know that's a big deal for us and then they were like fighting all the time and i was like why why did i make the request that they stay together and make it through my sweet 15 you know can we just do that as a family no too much to ask <laughs> yeah yeah well you know i i immediately tried to uh start extorting things because i wanted the bidding war to be on for which one wanted to uh you know maintain my maintain custody and so it was like, you know, I'm really broken up by this, but some comic books might make me feel better. Maybe right. some video games as well. Maybe a trip to Chuck E. Cheese would help me decide which parent I want to I wanna live with. Meanwhile, Alan and Sophie Kinoa celebrate their 41st anniversary on Wednesday. What about Byron Saxton then? Because hmm? he's your yeah, real too, daddy. I'm sure he's so, got an okay. anniversary here and there with somebody. I hope Glenn, I'm invited. 
Glenn, to your point, though, I know it was definitely not my fault. I was good. I was good enough. I was the perfect daughter. This is all of my sister. So I hope I know she doesn't watch this. <laughs> but if you if you were to watch this podcast, thank you for doing that to our family. <laughs> they had you to fix the marriage, and you failed. <laughs> Next time. Oh man, that's crazy. No, I look at it now, and I'm <laughs> I'm amazed. I'm like, how were these people together? It's amazing they had three children. And stay together as long as they did. You know? It's very weird. Very weird. But tonight, no, I I, I just, I, I like the Festival of Friendship because it was surprising. I think we kind of knew it was coming, but in story, it just, it hit us all at once. I think with this, it's just, yeah, I mean, you could feel it. You can just feel it. And even tonight, what's like, they're breaking up. No, they're getting back together. No, they're breaking up again. It's just No, but they're tough. breaking up. I felt like tonight was very clear that at this point, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns are just keeping Sammy for what he can do. And not because they have any kind of investment in him. I think they're pacing it perfectly because there's a lot of time between now and even when the bloodline had begun to peak when Sami Zayn was becoming an honorary oost, there's time between then and where they ultimately want to go, whether it's Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, or WrestleMania. There's plenty of time to pay this story off, so they can't give it all to you, and I think they paced it very well in terms of slowly dissenting this group. Okay, hear me out, because now, Glenn, you just mentioned one of my favorite segments of all time, Festival of Friendship, mm -hmm. and now you're mentioning all of this, and it feels like the Festival of Friendship was like a larger-than-life type of segment, and we have an acknowledgement ceremony coming <gasps> up on Raw. So oh. are we going to get everybody from this family line to beat up Sami Zayn? Because I'll dress up as a Samoan and like beat him up too See, if I can. And if that happens, that's why I'm saying tonight, like all this sort of tension is unnecessary they should have just, uh, Roman and the, the crew should have just no-sold it. And then went at the acknowledgement ceremony, been like, that's it. You know, that could have been really fun. And oh my God, wouldn't it be amazing if The Rock shows up for that and The Rock takes Sammy's side? Oh, but he's not in ring shape. Speaking of, do we have any news about The Rock, uh, Alfred? <laughs> we have uh, plenty of news. Not that story, but plenty of fun facts for you. Uh, starting with the return of Vince McMahon who, of course, returned to the WWE Board of Directors and the latest coming out of Stamford, Connecticut, as Issa has had it with Mr. McMahon, is that WWE is making office cuts. So if you'll remember, Triple H era, we got all kinds of returns, both in front of the camera with people like Tegan Knox and Braun Strowman and behind the camera, William Regal and Road Dogg, Triple H's buddies and allies coming back in the fold. As you'll remember, before Vince McMahon left, he was on quite the tirade in terms of firing, making cuts, and that seemed to be rolled back with Triple H, but with Vince McMahon back in charge, coincidentally, they're making cuts again, Isa. Yeah, I'm not surprised by these cuts. Uh, of, of course, they're more corporate, which I think uh, are just as hurtful. I don't think that people talk about these cuts enough, but the people running the, the party behind the scenes are, are, are just as important as the people that we see on television every week. Um, a lot of times, like I know this week, for example, the, the news of Anthony Hopkins uh, being done with WWE broke, and I know how much he keeps together all of the media events and the PR events for WWE. Some of these people, their jobs are just as important, and p those people not running some of the things behind the scenes as smoothly as it could be it could like really take a toll on the entire, you know, on the entire machine here. So obviously not a lot of names were mentioned. We don't know what positions are being talked about, but I'm just not surprised. Also, if we are really going to sell the company, as I do quotations for those of you listening and not watching, there's always known when big companies sell to do a lot of budget cuts, to strip down the budget to the bare minimum so you can get more money for you, you know, for your company. So I can also see a lot of cuts just happening for the purposes of selling the company. 
Yeah, and it was Adam Hopkins who has been released from his duties. At I said Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Sorry, Anthony Hopkins, yeah, yeah, Hannibal yeah, Lecter. It's almost as scary to women as Vince McMahon, Glenn. <laughs> I mean, I'm curious about like Road Dog and some of the people Triple H brought back behind the scenes because that might be considered more office than talent. But even talent wise, I mean, look, if you see that Stanford area code, you do not pick up the phone, you know? Yeah. Especially when you really uh, think they're gonna call from Stanford, they're gonna they're gonna mask that number. They're gonna get a Google <laughs> number and call from it. They they know the game. They're, they're smarter than this. This is Vince. He's evil. He's not gonna call you from Stanford. He knows what to do. He's gonna send someone. He's gonna send Uber Eats. You're gonna think it's food at your door. Next thing you know, you're getting like served firing papers. It's like a no. subpoena. How like someone says, "Hey, aren't you Braun Strowman? Yeah, yeah. you're fired." <laughs> 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 Mia Lee asking the real question, and I thought this too. Mia Lee's super chat saying, Did Saul Ruka take Nikita's spot because she's on level up? I did have a thought when I saw Saul Ruka where I was like, Oh, the look, the aspects of the look are similar enough. I could see in production where they're like, We've got room for one person that fills this role of the uh, ring dominant blonde. I mean, maybe it's because Saul can actually wrestle. I mean, just a thought. Just a thought. Just putting it out there. Oh, my God. Or stay with me here. Maybe it's because Saul is vaccinated. But I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out of turn. Um, (laughs) Damn, Glenn, two strikes. You better hit a home run here. (laughs) I'm going to WWE shop. I'm buying that Nikita Lyons t-shirt. I'm showing my support (laughs) for for the pride. Uh, I still believe in you, Nikita. Uh, No, I think... um, this is the problem with NXT, though. They have so much talent in that women's division. I mean, the men's division has a lot of sameness, I feel like. Um, but in the women's division, I mean, it's just so yeah, thoroughly uh, stacked with uh, women that could be, you know, the NXT women's champion at some point. So we'll see. We'll see what generation. happens. Also a good generation to be called up. I think they, a lot of them have bright futures on the main roster, potentially. You're doing what, though? Wrestling. <laughs> I mean, on 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 the main roster or on main event or no, on the main roster in a, in a backstage segment. I don't He's expect him to be in this. <laughs> I don't expect him to be in this incarnation five years from now. You know, that could be five, six. Who knows yeah. how long? Maybe even a couple of years because everything's faster these days. But I do see them getting groomed to being in the main event. That's what this 2.0 era is all about. Not necessarily these great, incredible NXT black and gold matches, but more or less getting them ready for what it's like to be on well, the main roster. And isn't it funny we were headed back to the black and gold era mindset yeah. right before Vince came back? Yeah. And I I mean, I'll roll with the punches on Raw and SmackDown. I care about NXT more than any other show in all of professional wrestling. Yeah, we know NXT is your serious relationship one. We stand it's, what got me, it's what got me back into watching wrestling on a regular basis. Love that. Me too. You know? Um, well, somebody who got yeah. people back watching AEW was CM Punk, who's currently, according to the streets, he's on ice. Tony Khan has put CM Punk on ice. We don't know what that means. Uh, there's <laughs> just no creative being written for CM Punk, but also he is not being released from his contract. He's just in limbo. At what point in 2023 are we going to see CM Punk, Isa? I don't know. I guess it depends on how long the line of people that... There's no creative for them is. I mean, right now, I think Miro is in front of that line. Mm-hmm. Andrade, Andrade might be in a little bit of trouble. There's a lot of people in this, oh, there's no creative for you line. So I hope CM Punk gets comfortable. Maybe he'll bring, no, don't bring Larry, because Larry can be a little troublemaker. So don't bring Larry. Just like 
bring some ice cream maybe while you wait on the no creative line. Some cupcakes. Yeah. You know, from the, this bakery. The, the yeah. AEW loves these backstage storylines. We got to get a trios match between the elite, CM Punk, A Steel, and Larry. That that has to happen. Don't, don't get I, Larry involved. I don't know. Maybe what what if uh, you know he was he was close to Vince. CM Punk and Vince got along. It was Triple H he had the issues with. What if Vince is like, hey, pal, I'll cover your legal pills. Show up at the Rumble. (laughs) There's no permanent friends or enemies in business. Anything can happen. The Rumble might be out of the question, though, because he is technically still under contract. There's no word of an actual buyout. I know that was kind of a rumbling story for a little bit, but that seems to have gone awry. So CM Punk is just really in limbo. And I just, if we're in the wrestling business, and as long as there's a contract, as long as this is the wrestling business, I do expect him back with AEW, whether it's six months from now, whether it's sometime wow. down the line. Who knows? I just think they're going to mend fences. Wow. Wait, if okay. CM Punk shows up at the Rumble, how will you book it? He eliminates Cody, right? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, not, my. Don't you, oh don't my you God. dare. <laughs> <laughs> CM Punk gets eliminated by Cody first in the Rumble. That's what happened. That's how I book it. CM nope. Punk breaks the warlord record for the shortest time in the royal rumble because of cody rhodes wow that's how i book it okay okay uh what else we got going on our final news story wrestle votes wwe insider is talking about cody rhodes of course cody rhodes announced he's coming back to the royal rumble which a lot of people said that if that's the case it could have been used as a surprise i agree with that notion but white jesus will be favored in the royal rumble in 2023 next weekend and wrestle votes is saying it's because it's twofold quote One being that nearly everyone expected it to happen already. And two, source states that they are more more than pleased with the other surprises that WWE has lined up. What kind of surprises do you expect at the Royal Rumble, Glenn? Well, I just spoiled the CM Punk return. There you go. No, um, (laughs) I don't know. If The Rock doesn't show up on Monday, I think uh, the Rumble would be a good time to have that happen. I mean, Brock Lesnar can always make a reappearance. I, I don't think we're going to see any more talent returns. Anyone Can't wait for cut. Brock to eliminate Cody. I don't, but I, but I think with Vince back, <laughs> I don't think we're going to see someone that was cut get, get their job back. You know, I don't think we're going to see uh Drake Maverick, like, although I guess he's a producer now, so that doesn't count. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think we're going to see, uh, you know, we're not going to see these surprise returns. We're not going to see triple H pulling from Tony Khan's playbook, you know? Well, it's called fantasy booking. So I want to see Nick Aldis. I want to see Matt Cardona. I want to see Mickey James. I want to see Brock eliminate Cody. I want to see CM Punk eliminate Cody. I want to see Roman Reigns eliminate Cody without even being part of the Rumble. I want to see everybody eliminate Cody. Okay. Let me, I know let me... you're threatened by Cody Rhodes. <laughs> I would be too if I was Roman Reigns because he is coming for that title and he will win it and he will bring back the winged eagle. Uh, but I want Cody Rhodes. I want him to go over the top ropes and save himself from being eliminated on at least three occasions just to get your hopes up. He can't do that. He's, he's like broken, take... no? He said he's still a little sensitive there. He'll oh. try to do that in breaking half now. <laughs> I'm going to take a page from your playbook, Isa, and expect the worst, and that's going to be the big return at the Rumble. It's going to be Shane O'Mac. It'll have been one year. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. If he doesn't show up at number 30, oh, what are we even doing here? Uh, we, my we... surprise return, we opened the Royal Rumble with Vince McMahon as number one. <laughs> and then you know how he jumped off the stairs? That's how he gets eliminated. He just jumps off the top row <laughs> onto the floor. Vince McMahon eliminates Cody. <laughs> Okay, I mean, why not just go all the way? Why not have Triple H go in and Vince eliminates Triple H? You know? No, go, let's Triple, get meta. H, Triple H eliminates Cody because of that throne-breaking yeah. moment. <laughs> I 
like oh. how I like how like a month ago fantasy booking great things that were going to happen in 2023 in WWE and now it's fantasizing like here's the shit show that could happen and it seems <laughs> not that I mean like we're making fun but it could very well happen oh right? no I'm not making fun I need somebody to eliminate Cody ASAP but um <laughs> I will say I fully blame WWE on my obsession with somebody eliminating Cody and all of the video packages that they have shoved down our throats for the last what six weeks of Cody Rose and then you announce that he's coming back at the Rumble on Monday and still give us a video package today like over overexposed to the max right now with Cody yeah. Rose. Well, completely I mean, disagree. I think this is a Triple H era, so he is following his own template in what many consider as the greatest comeback of all time, at least in terms of a pop, was Triple H in 2002. And this is what they did, not for like six weeks, but for, I think it was like three months that they had those My Sacrifice videos showing Triple H's whole rehab process. And back during a time where it wasn't as accelerated, when there wasn't this instant gratification, people actually invested in a week's long story. And when it came to Madison Square Garden, he got a huge pop for his return. I expect Cody Rhodes to get that same type of pop because they haven't seen him in so long, but I don't agree with the notion that he's being forced. Fact, All right, so translation. Some of the best things they're doing on TV. Translation, That's this is Jeremy Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes trying to be Triple H all over again, like he's done time again and failed. He tried to do it in a different company and ended up running away. He made the company and still failed at being Triple H to the point that he ran away right back to Triple H's arms. So that's okay. We'll let him do his video packages. I'm just saying, overexposed. Now, just thinking out loud about this, um, if video packages like make you a favorite for the Rumble, I mean, I think Lacey Evans is the number one contender to win that. Oh, yeah. Rumble. <laughs> she spent probably 80% of her career in a video package. Yeah. This is what? Her fourth, fifth reincarnation? Oh, yeah. This is insane. How many lives does she have left? What depends? Is she a cat or is she like, I don't know. You know what? She should enter the Royal Rumble multiple times under different incarnations. So she comes in as the, what was it, the sassy Southern Belle, and she gets eliminated, comes back as that, you know, cross. Daddy issues, daddy, daddy <laughs> issues girl, daddy issues girl. That was my and favorite, Lacey. She comes Evans. back as pregnant, Lacey Evans, and wins the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay, that, yeah. No. Wow. Um, <laughs> oh. One one uh, news story that broke yesterday at like a bad time for coverage because I didn't see it picked up. Uh, MLW has a new TV home. Yeah, shout to Reels. Shout to my guy, Court Bauer, fighting the good fight. MLW will air a second show on Reels. I only found out about this news because of Glenn tweets about Enzo changing his name. Yes, from real one to Reels one, you know? <laughs> I dig it. I saw it and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, good, for, uh, but good for MLW. Good I for MLW. feel I feel like Reels is just on cable, or if you buy like one premium channel, they just give you Reels. They used to have some good true crime documentaries. That's all I remember watching on there. Yeah. I mean, look, if they can get the production right, the problem is AEW and WWE look like big time promotions. Impact looks like a notch above your local indie on public access. Like if MLW can get the production right. That, I mean, that's the key. And that's like why it's mind-boggling to me that Lucha Underground failed. Because that had the best production of any wrestling show on TV at the time. And people, but you know what? It was just no one got the L-Ray Network. And by the time I was on right. Netflix, it was too late. Yeah. Rhea Ripley know. eliminates Cody Rhodes. Not a chance, but she could win the Royal Rumble. You know, if, if that happens, I will laugh at you so hard because you manifested this. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd have to myself to blame. I know. <laughs> Do you think uh, Dom comes out in like DOC orange jumpsuit with like, you know, <laughs> that's for WrestleMania? If Dom comes out, it's over for everyone. 
Dom's coming out in a lowrider at WrestleMania. He'll get heat for oh it. Oh my god! Yes. Just like oh, in a, yeah, and it, oh, in LA, yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, this. Oh, it's gonna course, be beautiful. The Banger Bros, of course, will be in the Banger Bus. Bus. We we need that. They, they're still sticking with that name. <laughs> yeah. Banger, hell yeah! It's one of the greatest names in tag team history. They better not change that. Have you googled it? <laughs> oh, I forget. Someone on our YouTube comments had this. Uh, the name for Seamus and Drew. And they said bangers and smash. I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That should be a yeah. t-shirt. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. Um, but, oh, so good to have everyone here tonight. So much to talk about with SmackDown and AEW. Uh, WWE, very class move tonight, doing the Jay Briscoe yeah. in memoriam in the mention. WWE right. have more of a mention of Jay Briscoe than AEW, but, you know, Warner Bros. <laughs> what a dumb network. Um, mm-hmm. Agreed. So that's that's ridiculous. So ridiculous. I don't know what <laughs> ridiculous, but yeah, it was great to hear not only putting over Jay Briscoe, but really taking that extra step and putting over the Briscoe brothers as one of gr- wrestling's great tag team. It, they really went above and beyond in terms of shouting that out. I thought that was cool to see. Yeah, that was it was very nice. Um, and as we got into it tonight, we opened lots of tag team wrestling tonight. Opening with Sheamus and Drew McIntyre versus the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. In a first round match for the Smack Team, SmackDown tag team titles. Uh, which is interesting. So wait, so they're they're gonna break up these titles again in theory. Yeah. That Te- was another story. Yes, yes. They are uh, real quick triple H is looking at splitting up the tag team titles. Uh, it's looking like the Usos will lose them one at a time. I'm guessing they're gonna lose one pair to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the other to FTR the night after WrestleMania. Wow. Okay. Well, Issa's favorite tag team, FTR, I mind you. No, they're going to lose them to, to Judgment Day before they lose to FTR, please. <laughs> Issa, what did you think about Valhalla and the Viking Raiders tonight? Are they growing? I thought, no, but I did think they have a good presentation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they had a good presentation. Watching their entrance, forgetting who they are for a second, I like the presentation. Am I any more invested in them? No. The match was a banger. We did see the Viking Raiders wearing, wearing um, the armbands. You know, there was a lot of them tonight in recognition of, you know, honoring Jay Briscoe. So I appreciated that. Uh, but this match was great. Very predictable. I knew who was winning from the beginning. But again, it didn't take my enjoyment away. What the hell was wrong with Sheamus? He looked like he's been having bar fights every night this week like he was bruised everywhere he was all beat up regardless that's how i like my Sheamus. great match yeah this yeah. is a great match and a great night for tag team wrestling i thought there were multiple really good tag team matches on here and this is a great opener i think Sheamus and drew mcintyre are an awesome tag team and i really do want to see this banger bros thing take hold and play out i feel like initially this might be something where both guys don't have much to do as singles and that might be true but this is great i think them as a whole as a tag team is better than what they were doing in singles even though i did really enjoy the brawl and brutes i think this is more of an upgrade for drew mcintyre yeah though it definitely feels uh more big time than the uh brawling brutes but the banger bros eliminate cody Rhodes. <laughs> no, look, he lands I on mean, the bus i say this as a computer nerd but the the viking raiders and valhalla it looks like like the people in your office that work in it and that explain they like to go to ren fair on the weekend <laughs> That is so specific. Because it happened. It happened to me. You know what's up. And you see the photo. And you're always like, huh. I'm never going there. 
And they display the photo in their office in a way that you have to ask about it, and then you have to listen yeah. to the whole story. Like, like it's so noticeable that you're like, oh, what is that all about? And then they just won't shut up about it. I know exactly, Glenn, I've been there. <laughs> I appreciate this example. <laughs> okay, okay, good. We're all on the same page. <laughs> and then if you don't ask about it, They'll bring it up anyway. They'll bring it up and they'll be like, yep, yep. Oh, I'm just tired. This past weekend, Ren Fair got kind of wild. You know, you know what Ren Fair is, don't you? Well, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but no, this was a great match. Great match yeah, to open it. the show. Hot opening. Seamus and Drew McIntyre getting the win. And I thought this could go either way. Actually, kind of crazy. Well, kind of crazy for the Viking Raiders. So again, like they brought back hit row they brought up legato del fantasma they brought uh the viking raiders made their return they brought back uh uh, uh sarah's valhalla and it's just like you know there can be only one i'm glad hit row is uh moving on i'm glad legato is moving on but but that okay like here's the weird game in that three three tag team deal and i'll even include maximum male models as being like a recent debut like you never know which ones WWE is into and they keep you guessing. Cause it's like this week, Oh, they're burying this one and next week. No, they're getting a tag title opportunity. Like, but it's very weird how they're booking them. Like it's whack-a-mole. Consistent. Yeah. It's not consistent at all. Agreed. Um, so, uh, Chris Barrett saying is cause the Raiders do go to Viking affairs. <laughs> see, I could see it. <laughs> They've got the most lit barbecue booth at the, the Viking fair. Oh my god. They sell turkey legs out there? But I mean what I, I I outside of Disneyland, the only place I know that sells turkey legs is is a rent fair. <laughs> that sounds so. gross. It it is gross. And I mean I'm vegan, so I'm biased on this, but turkey, I mean it is weird. Like I'm just gonna walk around with my big club of meat. Ah, taking bites of it. <laughs> That's what Roman Reigns said. <laughs> Cody Rhodes eliminates <laughs> Roman Reigns. You shut up. He doesn't even have to enter the Rumble. Oh, no. Cody Rhodes can't go eliminate Roman Reigns. Cody Rhodes will eliminate him twice. You'll see. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh so God. second match. Uh, so, yeah, we had this thing between Roman and uh, Sammy, and it was just very, like, passive-aggressive and a lot of resentment, and this just kept going on. We had Raquel Rodriguez then cut a promo about the Royal Rumble in her home state of Texas. That was nice. Uh, and then we had LA Knight cut a promo and I have to admit LA Knight making fun of Bray Wyatt, um, was phenomenal. It's the best LA Knight, LA Knight eliminates Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting, now we're getting out of control. I'll not stand for that. Reeling it back in now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I, I crossed the line. <laughs> Chris Barrett saying he would buy the Raiders. They should have the Viking Raiders sell turkey legs at the wrestling shows. Yeah. At the Royal Rumble has like, uh, Team food and team drinks. I'm here for that. Actually, it would be amazing if the Viking Raiders just were hanging out with like a big meat spit, like slowly rotating something during the entire rumble. <laughs> It'd be a good gimmick. Um, but I liked LA Knight making fun of Bray. That was uh that was strong. But his catchphrases, I mean, whatever. But the making fun the of Bray was good. Yeah. yeah. No, it wasn't. It was rude. Wait, so Issa, you think that if you're in a feud with somebody, you should be a gentleman towards them? If uh, I'm in a feud with Bray Wyatt, yes. Okay. Bray Wyatt eliminates Cody Rhodes. It was good to see Cody Rhodes eliminates Ramblin' Rabbit. How about that? It was good to see the <laughs> Oh Firefly my God, Funhouse. let's get into that. I was so happy for the Firefly. Oh my God, Funhouse. yeah, the Firefly Fun now. So we were, I mean, look, 
rightfully so making a little fun of Bray because this is going off the rails. No, you have. Do not weep me in this. Okay. Do not weep Let me just ask you this. Isa, what was better? All the White Rabbit stuff and him returning or everything that's happened No, since? you're going you're gonna to put me in one of those weird situations where I have to answer the way you want me to answer. I'm not going to answer this without my lawyer present. Thank you very much. Isn't that everything? Of course this isn't going to be as good as when it was being built up because whatever the buildup is there, your expectations are sky high. It's like a marriage. What's better, the wedding or the marriage? Usually the wedding. It's like, you know, I, I met this guy, we started dating, and oh, I was really intrigued. He was so mysterious and and it was just cryptic, and I just wanted to figure out the puzzle. And then, you know, I thought I finally understood him, and now he just keeps repeating himself and he's just rambling and it just doesn't quite make sense. And I'm thinking, maybe I made a mistake. How do I get yeah. out of this? It's like matching with someone on Tinder and mm -hmm. the conversation back and forth is great. And then you decide, you know what? Fine, let's meet. And then when you meet in person, you realize he was using pictures that were 10 years old. Oh, man. <laughs> that's the Bray Wyatt return in Issa's words. Quote NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. When giving credit, Bray Wyatt was using 10-year-old Tinder photos to get dirty. <laughs> We are being catfished by Bray Wyatt in the words of Issa. But tonight, the Firefly Funhouse is back. We had all our friends. We had Huskis. We have plumber. We have plumber crack. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> this was so great. And I hope this wasn't just a little stopgap. I hope they get back to Bray doing this. Because Firefly Funhouse, I mean, t take this in new and interesting directions. You know, I'm here for that. But this, this was phenomenal. Yeah, it was great to see. Good comfort food. Well, for one second there, I thought they were going to action Andretti, the, the jobber that LA Knight was fighting here. Because they, they started showing the, the distractions on the screen, and I'm like, please don't let this guy beat uh, LA Knight. Like, I wasn't here for that. LA Knight also needs, you know, he needs to look strong going into this match. So I'm glad that LA Knight won because I did for a second fear that. But yes, I'm with you. I love all the Firefly Funhouse stuff. Bray kind of like hinted at you know, like you open the door and you don't know what you're letting in, you know, so maybe he's just going back to all of these things. However, there is still a lot of unanswered questions with Uncle Howdy and him showing up on Monday and Alexa, like there's a lot going on here that it feels too all over the place. I need it to be tied together. Uh, but I, I love seeing the Firefly Funhouse back. Uh, I can't wait for Rambling Rabbit to eliminate Cody Rhodes from the Royal Rumble. So, Issa, to follow up in your earlier comparison, if you met someone on Tinder and they take you to the Firefly Funhouse and there's a bunch of puppets there and stuff, like you're just like, I gotta lock this down. We gotta, we gotta make this official. No, it's not that deep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if you went on a date with someone and there were puppets? That would Doesn't be great. Like too much of a stretch because you get sure. to control them. Like I love, I love the <laughs> idea of controlling it. So I would love. Would you would you date a ventriloquist? What? How do we? You know, someone that here? can throw their voice. You know, that can like move like the no, the dummy. No, that's kind of creepy, right? But you don't know. You gotta get to know them as a person, and then they're, he's gonna get rejected. It's not. This is not a matter of what they're, you know, what they do for a living, Glenn. They're just all gonna get rejected, no matter what. Oh well, there you go. Ventriloquists <laughs> are good with their hands, though. They're good at putting them in holes yeah. too. Well, Alfred, would you date a magician? It depends on what she looked like, but I I date a magician's <laughs> assistant. I'll tell you that. I thought you were gonna say I thought it would depend on what she could make disappear. <laughs> no, no, that would intimidate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, good. We're figuring we're figuring this out. We're we're learning some things. It's Friday, folks. It's the end of the week.
It's uh, late night. It's, it's almost 1 a.m. for me, so no question is on Mark. Like. <laughs> night one saying, I'm interested to see if we get a new version of The Fiend. I mean, the Uncle Howdy thing at the end, I, maybe this is, maybe we're getting a little break from Uncle Maybe, maybe Uncle Howdy's just going to get drunk and pass out in the Firefly Funhouse, and we're not going to see Uncle Howdy for a while. We have to get He has somewhere to stay. He has That's somewhere true. to stay. He needs the Firefly somewhere to Funhouse stay. is back, so now he can stay there. But why was he on Monday Night Raw? Like, I have a lot of questions for Uncle Howdy. Yeah. And as Nightwing saying, LA Knight does an excellent Bray impression. Yes, he does. But uh, this was phenomenal tonight. Uh, this is, I think, uh, yeah, this was a very high point of uh, professional wrestling this year thus far. Uh, by the way, we're 20 days into the new year. The year is almost one twelfth of the way over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was like looking at my calendar and realizing the Royal Rumble is next weekend. And it was just like, where did January go? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, well, we had Hit Row with B-Fab versus Los Lotharios in a first-round match for the SmackDown. Actually, wait, wait, that wasn't Hit Row, was it? Yeah, I, yeah it Hit was. Row beat Los Lotharios. That's right. That. Sorry, I was, I was uh, jumping ahead. Um, why did I miss this? Oh, we ordered sushi tonight, and I swear to God, I think of sushi as this very light food, and we had the heaviest sushi I've ever eaten in my life. It was like 75% rice, and I legitimately felt ill. I never this had was, sushi, ever. And it, it was vegetable Man, what? We got to do a podcast on all the foods Isa hasn't eaten. You've never had sushi? <laughs> no, and I don't plan on it. <laughs> I don't like like the raw fish and stuff like that. I do like the rolls. I do like some of the tempura, and there's other stuff. Uh, sushi's very good. Just you know, some of it, like sure. octopus. Ugh. No, I, I just eat vegetable sushi, so it's just, you know, avocado, carrots, and cucumbers, like, <laughs> and rice. Uh, oh, here we go. Chris Barrett, can we start calling him Drunkle Howdy? <laughs> Let's go. It's good. I like that. Uh, so, Los Lotharios, when are, when are these kids going to get Menudo rejects. Yes. Didn't even get the kiss cam. They took the kiss cam away from them. Didn't good. They? Wow. Ain't nobody want those kids. They're jobbers. <laughs> they, they were next to me and they tried to come with that kiss cam I'll be like yeah no get out of here oh, do you think we don't win a match first a, Los Lotarios eliminate Cody Rhodes from the room. I bet you Triple H took away the kiss cam and he was like this is not going to fly in this day and age and I think Vince is going to once he realizes it's gone Vince is bringing it back no Please. they realized nobody wants to why would you want to kiss them they got nothing oh, they were hiring offer. someone be a 24 hour kiss I, cam I, I don't want to break uh, kayfabe but those those were hired <laughs> Los Lotharios, <laughs> try to kiss Cody Rhodes and get eliminated for it. <laughs> um, how many eliminations so, for Cody Rhodes are we talking? 10, 15, 20? What are they? Are they going to really put him over? I love I love how your Royal... Like, Alfred's Royal Rumble is Cody eliminating everyone, and my Royal Rumble is everyone eliminating Cody over <laughs> yeah. and over again. Like, he got smoking it. <laughs> That's part of why I forgot this match. This match was over so quick tonight that while the time I was sitting there, like, getting some uh, Pepto-Bismol... This match was over uh, with Adonis getting the win and hit road advancing. Okay now? I'm okay. I did something right. so stupid last night. Oh my God. What'd you do? Share this. So I take this magnesium drink every night, right? And it helps you relax. Magnesium relaxes your muscles. It's good. So I took it and then it had been a couple hours. So I was still awake because I was like playing Fortnite and I was like, oh, I'll take another one. And then I looked at the amount oh, of magnesium no. and the recommended daily allowance. <laughs> so I was like, why do I feel all crampy and oh. dizzy and like I want to like throw up? Um, so yeah, once again, another night where I'm just convinced I'm gonna like die, like the night I was on edibles. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> you know, you've had way too many of this. You need to relax. So I'm just sitting there eating like saltines, trying to like you know stay awake long enough for it to pass through my body. Yeah, it was. I'm bad. glad you're okay. 
Yeah, but today definitely just uh oh that sushi did not help. Um too much too much magnesium eliminates Cody from the rumble. You can do it, man. <laughs> too much magnesium is no joke. Like one, great, two, bad. Um it'll be at least in the final four. Let's just say that. <laughs> there you go. Um what if the rumble ends in the Firefly Funhouse? I know. It's more likely that that pitch black match ends in the Firefly Funhouse in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So the pitch black match, the rumors going around today is there's going to be neon involved. No, I, I expect, okay, I don't know what, okay, pitch black, maybe it is they're just going to show you a blank screen and a bunch of sound effects, but <laughs> I think it's going to be like night vision, you know? <laughs> we talked about this before, pitch black is like, oh my God, this is the most brutal thing that I've ever seen. I'm like chainsaw noises. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen in Dirty Work where Artie and Norm are just holding the fish while the guys are, uh, the, the mafia and the cops are having the shootout off screen. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, you could do some really fun things. You know? The Animal Dome is not the newest building. So aren't we afraid that the lights are not going to be able to come back on after this match? Because <laughs> I've been there. There was not even cell phone signal. Like, I'm wow. telling you, I'm, just, I'm worried. I'm worried they turned the lights off. We might just not have lights. Uh, Ethan Cruz saying the three faces of Bray get the Wyatt family one, the fiend and uncle. Howdy. I would say muscle man Bray needs to make an appearance. It'd be interesting if they go that route with Bray Wyatt because they can with all these characters he's got. I could see Uncle Howdy. No, I think the pitch black. I think I think they're going to limit the break craziness. If Bray, the if the Wyatt verse enters the Royal Rumble in any way, shape, or form, they do not have other surprises planned. Yeah, you at know? that point, then you, you'll know Vince isn't coming out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um. This is a Chris Barrett pitch black match is going to be a dumpster match with a paintball aspect. Actually. Okay, like, hear me out on this. This sounds like a cool indie match gimmick where it, you have, like, a paintball gun with, like, neon or glow-in-the-dark paint, and you just, like, light the other person up, and then you could see more the longer it goes on. The fans are going to get shot with these paintballs, and they've probably never taken a paintball before not realize that it's actually painful, and they're going to sue this indie company, and <laughs> oh, they're yeah. going to go down. Yeah, we can't do that, Glenn. I already know how it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. This is why. Have you ever taken a paintball? That yeah, been with a paint. Yeah, it does. I mean, on the indie circuit, you know, thumbtacks, Legos. We've seen it all now. Bouncy houses. You know, so fun and games until the Legos come out. That that means war. Yeah. Legos are no joke. I'd rather take thumbtacks and Legos. Me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'd rather take a paintball than step on a Lego. Wow. Same. Um. So. We heard from Charlotte Flair, who had a bit more of a remix tonight to her entrance. Hate that song. Her theme music sucks. She needs to go back to the old one. But you, you, didn't, you didn't like the, the bad techno it. DJ. What was it? What was it saying? It Bow was... down before the queen. Yeah, I mean, she had good techno could... last time. You could throw ass to it a little bit, though. <laughs> could, could... My ass didn't get into it. <laughs> Sorry. Pause. <laughs> In your busy day-to-day -day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. 
That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision 2K clear sight and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. <laughs> We need more shitty techno remixes of with catchphrases of of wrestling themes. Charlotte Flair's original song was a techno type remix, and it was fine. Wow. I thought it was a slap. It was, it was I don't techno like this from like 1993. Like yeah, still techno. Yeah. Like don't Cotton Eye Joe. It would be on a mix with Cotton Eye Joe, and go. y'all and y'all ready for this? You know, <laughs> Jock Jams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Charlotte was out there cutting a promo interrupted by Sonia Deville. She wasn't interrupted. She called oh, her sorry. out. Get it right. Called her Get out. It right. Pardon me. Sonia Deville came in there. She was attacked by Sonia Deville later. Yeah. In the promo. Very surprised that to- Sonia Deville is still hanging around all the way to the Royal Rumble. So it looks like it's going to be Charlotte versus Sonia at the Royal Rumble, which is a surprise. I thought that was just the tune-up match for Charlotte when she got right. back. But Sonia Deville is a good character, too. It's nothing against her. It's just that she hadn't been on TV for so long and she was brought back to immediately be beaten, but she's still hanging around. Yeah, but to that point, I actually didn't mind the back and forth between the two of them here. I thought I thought yeah. they cut some good promos. I, I like the segment. I like uh, Sonia being sneaky. The only thing I didn't like here was Adam Pierce coming out. He has to be, if I was to rank WWE authority figures, he is way down there for me. Like, yeah. there's nothing he can say that I would go like, oh, hold on, Adam Pierce is here. Like, I don't feel that, oh, it just got real, you know, that you should feel yeah. when an authority figure comes out. Ranking I mean, authority figures, I'm sorry, Adam Pierce, you're like, like way in the bottom of this list and corporate kane had more power than adam pierce yeah definitely a lot of stepdad energy from adam pierce where you know nobody's gonna really listen to him because he's not their dad right <laughs> maybe lacey evans <laughs> um <laughs> imperium versus the brawn brutes banger loved it imperium getting the win yeah, I love the Brawl and Brutes. Not so much Imperium. They're just kind of like the 2% milk of tag team wrestling. But they're very technically sound. And I thought this match was really good. <laughs> he said that 2% milk. 2% Gunther. Milk. Gunther eliminates Cody. You <laughs> <I> wish. <laughs> uh, listen, I, liked, I thought it was a good banger. But if the two teams involved, you automatically know what you're getting. So it was just a matter of, okay, let me enjoy this match. I like that. The problem yeah. with splitting it up is this makes the Brawling Brutes feel like the B team to Sheamus and Drew. Yeah, I was hoping the direction they took was the Brawling Brutes eventually clashing with Sheamus. I was looking at and the bracket too. I was like, oh, this could happen. This would be a cool match. And they even addressed that, that they would fight and have beers after. That's their whole vibe. Yeah, I don't yeah. understand. He like left them. He got an upgrade and just dumped them. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a backstage promo where they just take turns slapping each other in the face. <laughs> and 295,000 people to watch. It lost two thirds of a professional wrestling audience 
and I'm sorry, no offense to my fellow professional wrestling fans, two thirds of a professional wrestling audience fan looked at Power Slap and said, "This is dumb." <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I get it. I don't find that disrespectful because we pop for some dumb stuff too. And for us to say like, yeah, this isn't for me, you know that you're lacking a lot of entertainment here. (laughs) Does Power Slap stay? I I didn't see it. All I saw was that clip that you posted, Alfred. That's the thing. I had, like, I DVR'd it and I was going to give it an honest chance just because it's a (laughs) combat sport and maybe they'll fashion it in a way that I'll like it. And I was ready to watch an episode, but I saw some of these clips. I was like, "This, I can't stomach this. I could barely get through the clips, let alone a show. Same. Do, does Power Slap stay on TBS until the finale? Or does oh, yeah, it, I don't think it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to have Dana White enter the actual contest eventually, and that's going to pick up the ratings. And who's he going to slap? Cody Rose out of the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. I'm committed to this better to the end of the show, okay? I'm going to just say this is a point of comparison, and we all know we have our critiques of Vince McMahon and the things he has done. Vince McMahon at least actually takes bumps or has taken bumps and gotten in that ring. I would like to see Dana White be on the receiving end of some of these slaps. Honestly, that might be what it takes to get him out of all this hot water. I mean, it would be poetic justice. And because yeah, a lot of people think, you know, if it was Vince McMahon booking this, then it would be the wife coming out ready to like, oh, God, to yeah. be the contest. Slapping the hell out of him. And, <laughs> yeah. and then running for no, a life. That's the television. Learn how to do this power slap show. Like, because what you're giving us a little too real though. Those clips, that clip that you posted is all I've seen. And I was like, I do not need to see anything else about this show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, whatever other sports are out there, you know, in the combat sports arena, I think, uh, you know, they have their their pluses and minuses, but this is just like all minuses. It's so weird though. And I don't know if it's the frequent knockouts or whatnot, because I don't want to take this moral high ground on power slap. Like, oh, this is so dangerous. And now there's like Chris Novinsky coming out there saying how dangerous it is. But uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I saw a guy almost die on national yes. television on NFL. And if, the NFL is lucky. Let's just say this. The NFL is lucky that you can't diagnose CTE until somebody's dead. Because if you can diagnose CTE while people were still alive, half of that league would probably have it, and they're shutting it down. The NFL is very dangerous. These knockouts at the UFC are dangerous. Pro wrestling is very dangerous in terms of in and out of the ring. And we look at power slap, and that's being isolated as the, oh, this is way too bad and filthy, which I don't know if it's a presentation, but something about that's hard to watch. You know what? Okay, here's my conspiracy theory. They're doing this to make everything else look better by comparison. Yeah. It's like how they made the Toyota, ex- no, the Ford Excursion so that they can sell more Expeditions because it's the second biggest car now. So they're going to say, that one's too big. I'll buy that one. They made the Excursion so that they can sell more of the smaller car. It's like they made Power Slap so that you don't think wrestling and football are as bad when they might be worse. I drive an Expedition. It's 20 years old. But... <laughs> My dad has an Expedition that's 25 years old, I believe. They're great cars. Yeah, they last forever. Very comfortable. Very comfortable. That's Still too big. I strong. could never drive that thing. I wouldn't know how to park it. Ah, oh, it's not that hard. Um, it is. No. I, I wouldn't. I would like. I done this before. I just I put it in parking in the middle of where I'm at and be like, somebody park this car for me because I'm not gonna do it. But I think with Power Slap, like I'm not saying this is this, but this feels like, in terms of exploiting people and their willingness to just take like abuse. And punishment for money. This is like a notch above bum fights. 
you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know about whether it's even above or below the combat sports that we have in terms of all the damage that's done there. But yeah, it does seem kind of like around that area, like something that you would, I think Power Slap might be better fit as like what Kimbo Slice was doing, where it was just these street fights on YouTube and it was underground, but yeah, this is not like a nationally televised and, product. Yeah. I mean, there's a channel on YouTube called like Street Beefs and it's like two yeah. dudes fighting in a field, but they, I think they're wearing protective gear. Like they have, I don't know. Still, but still there's defense, man. That's, that's the key. There's defense. You know, <laughs> maybe they change the rules. Maybe they retool it a little bit. I mean, are they all filmed? They're all taped, right? None of these go live. They have all the shows. <laughs> the Imagine if it was live. <laughs> if you want to stay on the air, you debut with two hundred ninety-five thousand people. By the season finale, there will be nobody watching. Like they, they might have to retool this. Actually, to like, okay, you know what it should be now. Dana White. No, Dana White. This idea is too good for you. Anyone who's not Dana White, Tony Khan, you take this idea. I want. A competitive league for the slap hands game where you put your hands someone puts their hands on top of your hands and then you have to turn them over and hit their hands really quick that'd be a lot of fun that would be that would be an amazing competitive league if you were the best slap hand player in the world <laughs> no flinching yeah oh that'd be so good I like and that. that'd be kind of a safe sport too and that's more about reflexes and strength like yeah good times man uh so back to smackdown uh, we had Paul Heyman talking to Roman Reigns saying, oh, maybe it could be an asset. Uh, then we had uh, Shayna Baszler giving a Rumble promo and video hyping up Raw is XXX. Don't Google it. Um, we had Carrie Cross and Scarlett addressing the upcoming match with Rey Mysterio at the Royal Rumble. like that promo. How tough, Issa, did Carrie and Cross look tonight? What, what would he want to sell you based on his toughness tonight? <laughs> oh, I didn't watch. I got open myself a drink for this but Karrion Cross does not eliminate Cody Rhodes wow that is a burial <laughs> that is a burial I, I'm sorry Glenn. when you were getting your sushi in the prior segment this was my let me grab my sushi segment. <laughs> Alfred Issa last week said Karrion Cross looks like he wants to sell you an extended warranty for your car based on tonight what do you think Karrion <laughs> Cross wants to sell you Alfred I think he might want to sell you um some Pornography behind a beaded curtain during that era of selling porn, where you had to go behind say, a beaded curtain. I was gonna. He looks as menacing as the guy that's by the food court at Costco that wants to talk to you about your energy efficient windows. I can see that too. He's, he's at or near a mall, and he's like spraying the perfume sample. <laughs> Not the perfume sample first. <laughs> But not like the Macy's, because if you're walking through Macy's, those people at least are giving you really high-end perfume samples. You're talking about the one in the middle of the mall hallway that is just spraying something that you have no idea what it is. Okay, no, no, I have to say he's more menacing than that, although those people are pretty menacing. Uh, he's the guy that wants to sell you the magnetic bracelet to help you with your balance. No. <laughs> <sighs> this will be a good match. I mean, Rey Mysterio, I think, is going to win this match. Probably, but I really like this promo from Karrion. I, I mean, I haven't cared too much about him on the main roster, but I thought that this was very well done in terms of his presentation. I like how they tied it into the Royal Rumble, which they were doing throughout the show as they were kind of old school, having individuals cut promos about why they're going to win the Royal Rumble. And I, I thought this was his best work yet. I know it's a low bar, but I, I wouldn't mind if he beat Rey Mysterio. I mean, they could use the Dominic storyline to have Rey Mysterio get screwed. They always beat Rey Mysterio with everybody. Um, and Lord knows Karrion Cross could use a win like this. 
Rey okay, Mysterio so, eliminates Cody Rhodes from the Royal Rumble. <laughs> okay, so he have the strength. Ray and Cross are going to be next Friday, but then he was saying then he's going to win the Royal Rumble. Carrion, that's what he was saying. Yeah. Good luck with that. We saw tonight Legado <laughs> del Fantasma with Santos Escobar and Zelina Vega versus Maximum Male Models. The return of Maximum Male Models to our television screens. Making it Maximum online is awesome. As we talked about last week, Maxine Dupree is awesome. And yet tonight, Maximum Male Models took that L pretty quickly from Legado del Fantasma. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I acknowledge Selena Vega's top. That had that beautiful Puerto Rican flag on it. Uh, but yeah, I don't think that you can ever take a bigger W than wearing Daisy Dukes to the ring. So why yeah. would they need to win this match, honestly? Those booty shorts on Marseille were I was like, I know. I was like, I think, I think those are even more extra than mine. And I have some extra ones, okay? <laughs> Shout out to him for going out there and wrestling. Yeah, my God, man. Get out you live. My goodness. I felt like I wasn't supposed to be watching that. <laughs> also, every week, Mansoor's uh, laced up I need it in my life. Like, I want to steal it from him. I think they're great. I'm glad they're getting TV time again. Um, I give all the respect in the world that they keep doing these online segments and keep it going. You know, and it's funny because they, they're getting over with it. I mean, I see Reddit threads all the time. People on Twitter yeah. talking about how hilarious they are. But for some reason, they just can't get that TV time. Um, so then we had Sammy and Roman kind of making up because, oh, they're too much alike. And that's why they fight. It wasn't making up. I don't know who know. is master manipulating who here. And I love it. Reigns told Sammy to make sure the SUVs are in place. Make sure the private jet is fueled up. Like, what a BDE line. What a BDE line from Roman Reigns. I'm telling you. Just, just I feel like he's, uh, he's flexing. He's flexing a little bit. I think of he, course he, might he, should. he should. He should be flexing. Um, so then we had the contract signing for between Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns for their contract for the Royal Rumble match. And while, a segment on history. Yeah, um, Kevin Owens single-handedly took out Solo. They Roman, gave him everything. Usos. Uh, and then Sammy was a little late getting the ring because it is far from from the private jet tarmac. He's filling uh, it up. No, because he's a sellout. Because he's a sellout. Say it, Glenn. He's a hard How worker. He because he took forever. He knew what was coming. He's supposed to take care of the tribal chief. He's a he's a piece of work. I can't wait for it. I hope it's next week. I hope even Rikishi gets it on the Sammy saying action. Is Sammy Zayn going to? Have Rikishi's buttocks in his face. I hope so. I will pay for it. I'll pay good money to see that visual. Okay, if it's a, if that's tricky because if it's a heel beatdown and we're doing this big main event angle, do you want the stink faces like comedy thing where them beating up Sammy to me is a very poignant? It's going to be very sad. People are going to be crying. It's going to be a very very powerful moment, and I think the stink face in that moment, it's one of those read the room. I don't think it fits. Well, regardless. We'll discuss that later on. Tonight, we talk about how Sami Zayn failed the bloodline and how Kevin Owens, after doing this for so long, clearly doesn't understand that he's supposed to wait for his entrance music to go off and he comes out to the entrance ramp like a normal human being. The sneak attack, obviously, he's petrified of the tribal chief and he's going to get some come the Royal Rumble. He's going to learn who he's messing with. 
I mean, he's not winning uh, based not. on this tonight. Right, he's got an outside chance. I think Sami Zayn has an outside chance. To oh, win Sami Zayn. No, but I'm saying Kevin Owens isn't okay, going oh, over Roman. No. He yes, has a bigger good. chance of eliminating Cody Rhodes from the Royal Rumble than he does of beating Roman Reigns. Nobody has a chance of eliminating Roman Rollins, uh, Cody Rhodes. That'll never happen. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, they gave a lot to Kevin Owens where he got the stunner. He got two finishers on Roman Reigns. Yeah, they gave the him too much. They gave him all those things just because he's going to lose uh, to Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. This is the big problem with this Roman Reigns title reigns. Everybody's just waiting around for whether it's Dwayne, whether it's Sami Zayn, whether it's Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry. If and when it's Cody Rhodes who beats Roman Reigns in 30 seconds, who knows when he's going to lose this title? Everybody thinks it's WrestleMania, but as long as he has this until WrestleMania, nobody's going to buy that Roman Reigns is going to drop this The title. only problem with Roman Reigns' title reign Alfred Kanawa is the <laughs> fact that he's had these titles for what, like 900 days, and nobody has been able to just step up to his level. 900, these people have had like four years now. I don't know, I can't do math. Four years to, I don't know, work on your character and come up and, and like get Two yourself and a half, over. Actually. Right. <laughs> shut up, Glenn. Shut up. Let me exaggerate <laughs> this. To get yourself over, but none of them can do it. None of them come, like, they, they should be lucky that they get to breathe the same air Roman Reigns does. So the only problem is that nobody here knows how to get to that level and there's no competition what are you supposed to cody Rhodes? okay okay I can't wait for Can that I, to be the here's why they have to do these cody videos uh <laughs> because today based on that Sami Zayn storyline Sami Zayn versus roman reigns i think is a bigger wrestlemania match than cody Rhodes versus roman reigns as it stands right now i right. disagree i would say no 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 i completely disagree with that but i would say that Sami Zayn versus roman reigns in montreal canada which i don't even think roman reigns is working that show but had they do Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns in Canada for the title, it's the biggest match they could do maybe all year over anything outside of The Rock. But at WrestleMania, by the time they get to Mania, I think they're going to split off Sami and Kevin into a tag team. Mm. And, you know, I, I could see it. I think it's on the same level. But look how they heat up Cody Rhodes. Let's see how it comes back. And I think Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, because it would be the first time ever with this Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, I think is a bigger match. But with Cody... Oh, here we go. Let me Let me really... I don't even know who I'm upsetting with this, but let me just say, aside from the fact that he left WWE, was in AEW and came back to WWE, like he worked, like the being out with the injury and, and working hard through that match, if not for that, I don't think he has a character or an investment aside from like, oh, isn't it crazy that he left and he came back? Like, what's his character? I completely disagree. The first promo he cut was about how he's going to honor his father's legacy by winning the WWE Championship. The only reason the title hasn't changed hands is because he got hurt, in my eyes. Mm. Or maybe the goal was WrestleMania this whole time. But the purpose has always been, look at my father. This is the one title he did not win, and I am going to defeat Roman Reigns for it. It's a long story they're telling, and I personally love it. I think the father angle is interesting. Yeah, the daddy issues. Well, because I'm trying to think what second generation wrestler has made that like their character. Pretty much all of them. That's what second generation wrestler that's been a top star has made that their character. Charlotte Flair. Um, and and I, I would argue that held Charlotte back. You could then, argue, yeah. yeah, sure, but she's doing an homage to Ric Flair. As great as she is, she's got the robe, she's got the music, she's got the figure four, and this is how all second and third, look at Braun Breaker, he's a top star of the NXT, he's basically Rick Steiner. They do this with everybody. Everybody has to be their daddy. Nepo babies. <laughs> Nepo babies are an issue in the world. I mean, we got a lot of them in WWE. 
when Randy Orton was at the top of his game, how much did he talk about Cowboy Bob? That's a good point. That might be, but he, I will say this, Cowboy Bob was in his corner for quite some time, I believe during his match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania until Cowboy Bob bled all over The Undertaker and that was it for him. With hepatitis C. That should happen. I think, and I like Dusty and I like Cody doing that and shouting at his dad, but I'm saying it's got to go beyond that. Like that's, that's a secondary thing. That's not, that's not who you are. And the American nightmare, like how so? My, I, I like the story, Alfred. I will give you that on the whole Cody thing tonight. The only thing is that at this point, I guarantee you 90% of people have forgotten about that promo and what his purpose was because he was so involved in the Seth Rollins thing. And then he got hurt and then he showed up with the bruise and then he was like, oh, look at me wrestle this match while I'm injured. You know, I don't I don't remember any of that. Well, so so can you hit him up and remind us that that's the purpose within the Rumble and WrestleMania? Yes, probably, but not with video packages. Let him come out and talk. Let him, you know, let, let's build to it. Then yes, I think that match could be big. And he absolutely, he'll come out and talk, and he's one of the yeah. best talkers in the entire wrestling business. And WWE, through these video packages, have reminded us, and I'm sure when he comes back and gets a live mic, that will be the focal point of why Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes are going to be fighting. Is Cody Rhodes is going to be fighting for his father's legacy. Roman Reigns is going to be fighting for the Anoa'i legacy, and I think it's a perfect story. So if the American dream is the idea that you are the son of someone who came from nothing and you made something of yourself then is the American nightmare that, well, I was born to someone with a lot of money and a lot of yeah. fame and a lot of connections. Exactly. And I'm doing my best to ride those coattails. It's a perfect, it should be complete opposite. It should be the African nightmare just to be the opposite of American so that it's a complete opposite because he is First on the other all, side. Exactly. We all know he's the Cuban nightmare. Get it right. <laughs> yes, go, Cody. Cuban superstar Cody Rhodes. She'd black. Thank you for the dollar ninety nine super chat. I'm just I'm asking these questions to be provocative. I like Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I like these are very charismatic. It but, doesn't matter though. Like I hope you guys realize it doesn't matter if it's Dwayne, Cody, Sami Zayn. Like it doesn't matter. Robert Reigns will walk out out of WrestleMania still champion. I'm gonna clip that. Clip for it. April second. Clip it. <laughs> I'll retweet oh. it when you say, damn, she was right. Because that's what you're going to tweet with the clip. It's damn, she was right. And I'll be gladly, I'll retweet it and pin it and everything. We'll see about that. Oh, God. I'm going to cry. Anyway. <laughs> Rampage. So, Rampage. Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Ethan Page. Started off the show. Decent match. That was okay. Another Miz clone. Miz, again, LA Knight was compared to Miz. Grayson Wadman compared to Miz. MJF. Ethan Page is a clone of Miz. Very, very influential wrestler, the Miz. Shout out to the Miz. Miz is one of the best. I don't care what anybody says. Of course, yeah. Everybody wants great. to be like the Miz. It's true. Paramount yeah, it was Plus. a great match. I have fun. Where, where's our I, MTV Back to New York reunion? I think Miz Can will do somebody it. tell me why Paramount Plus is not putting the new season on the challenge on the app? It doesn't make any sense. Every other season of the challenge will be up on the app the day after. This mm. one is not. And I thought Paramount Plus owns MTV. They do. But to watch the challenge, you have to wait like two days, two and a half days later for the MTV app to get it out because it's not up on oh, Paramount Plus. And it triggers me. It triggers me. They should do a full season of the challenge with WWE superstars paired with challenge contestants. Yeah. I love that. They, they brought in Leo Rush for one season. Well, yeah. yeah, but he 
anyways, he didn't make it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they did. They did a couple of seasons where it was like athletes versus the challenge and, and Olympians versus the challengers. And it was like shorter versions of these seasons that were interesting. I would like to see that. One of them was actually hosted by The Miss. I'm a big challenge mm -hmm. nerd. I love that show. I watched like the first three seasons when it was the road rules versus real world. Yeah. Challenge. yeah I think I watched like right through the oh, duel yeah. and, and all that, but I just kind of got it's out so of it. much better now because they're adding people from other TV shows. So yeah. it's getting super interesting. You're seeing people from survivor Big from brother. Big brother and you're seeing like all of these people that have played such different games, you know, play the game. Like I, I like the rookies that they're bringing in because it was getting old. You were getting the oh. same players over and over again. So I Thanks. like the mixture of new players in. You call me when they get Dylon for making the band. Yeah. I think that's that's what's going to take it up. And Listen, as a big Brick Brother and Survivor nerd, I'm here for this version of the challenge. Tina Miller, $5 super chat. Hey, Tina, saying them trying to get me to boo Eddie by hitting Ortiz with the chair isn't going to work. Love you guys. It's not going to work for anybody. Yeah. Somebody needed to shut up Ortiz. Like, Ortiz did not come off as a baby face in that segment. That was a very weird promo. He's very yeah. whiny. And he really put the emphasis. He's like, you're trying to hit women. We don't hit women. Well, you're going to hit women? You're going to hit a woman with a chair? And it, just talking about how they don't do anything to women in this company. I'm going to call homicide. A week after Ruby Gonzalo was bleeding like a stuffed pig in the middle of the ring. They're talking about how, oh, we protect women in this company. <laughs> yeah, but it was another women that did that, you know, respect women. That Ruby Soho match, I know it's controversial. I was there live. It slapped live. Yeah, it looked great. I, I kind of turned on it once she started bleeding like that. I'll say that, but uh, it was a great match lot. Um, so, yeah. We're going to have Jungle Hook. That's going to be exciting. I can't buy this as a tag team, but I'll see, what we're, I'll see where it goes. I feel like Hook is getting over. Like, even though WWE's, or AEW is trying to do the whole Wardlow thing and, or Jade Cargill thing or Hook thing where they're taking this hot commodity and not knowing what to do with it, Hook is still very over. These fans love him. They're going crazy with him. Hook and Jungle Boy, I mean, that's two. They're, they're going to be the most attractive tag team in all of professional wrestling. They're yeah, going to get the twins. If you're like 13, <laughs> you're like real men. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's like what? 150 pounds combined? I know. I, I'm not. Like, we match on Tinder and you don't put your height in your freaking profile and then you show up and he's sitting down and you see that beautiful mane of hair and jungle boy and then he gets up and you realize that he's the size of your youngest nephew yeah i'm out Sorry. but to, to glenn's point hook and jungle boy do appeal to an audience that professional wrestling in general has struggled with whether it's young women and in order to maximize all, that it's not going to be professional alfred. wrestling they need storylines they need like a love triangle or something alfred you and i both know the amount of women that watch AEW. Exactly. So the only people crushing on Jungle Hook are the bros. This is all a bromance. Just be real. I think Just we might real. know all the women who watch AEW. <laughs> like there's a there's a there's one woman in this podcast and two men. And <laughs> the guys are, are the ones and the guys are the ones defending and telling me what I'm supposed to think is attractive. They're not attractive. They're they are they are the size of my nephews. No, no, no. Who's less attractive? Hook Actually, my nephews are bigger than them. <laughs> Legit, real facts. Um, who's less attractive? Hook. Wow. I think Jungle Boy has hair. I like. I'm pretty sure that hair hair smells pretty good. Actually, so, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that, Jungle Jungle Boy without the hair. I think would actually even be better looking because he look more kind of like his father. Hook without the hair is kind of like, oh my god, that's Taz's kid. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
speaking of which, it's like those times when Randy Orton, sometimes from a certain angle, you kind of see shades of Cowboy Bob in him, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she black, Buck 99 saying Malachi Black spit black mist on a woman. <laughs> and if you don't know what that means, that uh, <laughs> it sounds worse than it is. Um... J-Roy J saying hook JB Braun Apollo and now Mox Hager uh, lots of bromance. Oh my or god. Yeah. No, Moxley Hangman Page yeah. really wants to steal Renee's husband. If you guys didn't watch that segment on Wednesday, that was one of the most awkward TV segments I've ever seen. He's in love with Moxley. Yeah. sexual tension and professional No, no, no. Right this, I mean... this was this was beyond Apollo and Braun Breaker. Like I actually <laughs> think there was more sexual tension here. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz did sit down with Tony Schiavone. Uh, yeah, Kingston came out, hit Ortiz with a chair in his midsection. I mean, yes, it was a good segment, but I, I mean, would have slapped Ortiz with a chair too. He needed to chill. Kingston is just so over, and the crowd is on his side. Yeah, it's gonna be very tough to sell as Eddie Kingston is a heel. He's one of those natural baby faces, especially to this audience. And I, I like that they did this big angle on Rampage, but they just kind of ran off from it to where Eddie Kingston had just turned heel, which to me is a big deal. But they're like, wow, it looks like Eddie Kingston's bad now. So let's go to the back when you know they did the whole TNA thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Darby Allen challenged Buddy Matthews to a match. Can't wait. Not a chance. We had Brian Cage with Prince Nana versus Willie Mack tonight. Chico California's own Brian Cage. I thought this was the best match on the show. Mm-hmm. I agree. Good. I enjoyed Brian it. Brian Cage getting the win. Powerbomb and the drill claw. Um, Jade Cargill and Layla Gray versus the Vanity Twins. AW loves itself some twins and... They continue to not know what to do with Jade Cargill. I mean, they were going to do the bow out thing, then they didn't. She's they've got Goldberg, and they're just like, well, can can we let Goldberg beat everybody? I, I don't know. Do we really want to make all this money with this guy? So they're just in a holding pattern with Jade, and it's sad to see. It is. Yeah, who's going to be tonight? Was forty nine, right? Yeah, they've got the big 50. They should be building this thing up, but they don't know how to tell their stories. They have It's not that AEW does not know how to tell stories. They just they have a limited amount of people whom they know how to tell their stories, and it's there's, usually the all-friends people. There's not enough women build up in the division for the no. story to take place the way that it should. They need to build more women and then really start telling, oh, my God, number 50, number 51, etc. It's but really amazing. I'm sorry. She's just racking up. The, no, it's okay. She's just racking up these wins, and you don't even realize what. I don't even know what she's up to because I don't even know when these matches happen, who she beat. I don't know anything. I think she went from like thirty to fifty, and I don't know where those twenty matches yeah. took place. <laughs> um, you think they had to call team the best friends before people started calling the elite that? <laughs> to your point, Alfred. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sheed Black, Buck 99, where did Ortiz's tag team partner go? Well, there's Heath there. Santino Ortiz, I, I hear Yeah, but Santana tore an ACL on the Blood and Guts mm, match, so yeah. he's probably still recovering from that. But, I mean, they, they, there is some rumors about the two of them not being a tag team anymore, but he's probably recovering from that injury still. Wow, Night One is saying uh, TK should just have Jade get to 100 wins before she loses just to cement her streak at 100. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that if they knew how to tell her story, but if they just keep having her beat randos and not telling us anything in terms of advancing her as a big star, 
uh, then people might start to get sick of it, which I don't think is fair. But I think they really need to put a lot of steam behind this win streak. They, there's two ways to make somebody undefeated. You go the Goldberg route, you have them beat everybody, and you make some money. Or you make her like Crimson, you know, where she's winning these matches, but they're protecting her. And do we remember Crimson from TNA? I don't think we do. Who? Exactly. This guy they tried to make undefeated, but they he won by DQ, and there's all these technicalities, and wow. nobody cared by the end. Well, what about the main event tonight with Action Andrade? Andretti, what? pardon me. Sorry, Action Andretti. <laughs> it's been a long night and I had bad sushi. No, it's okay. I'm just like, I was actually more shocked at the, at the words Action Andretti and main event in the same segment. Action Andretti. Uh, <laughs> Lo Siento. I'm taking Duolingo and I, I like better memorize Lo Siento. I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot. Uh, in Spanish, um, but in uh, Puerto Rico, no decimos lo siento, decimos mala mía. Hey, <laughs> like I'm on, I've done like 10 lessons on Duolingo, and I'm just like, where does it get to the part where I can understand Menudo and Timberichi lyrics? Nowhere, well, actually, no, some of the Menudo songs are okay, but the Puerto Rican slang. Spanglish uh, that we speak, you're never gonna learn it from. I I watch people learn, or people send me screenshots of their Duolingo, and I'm like, I have no idea what that sentence means. Yeah, <laughs> they're teaching you that proper Spanish, Castellano. We don't speak that shit here. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy man, it's interesting though. It's interesting. You know, I took two years of French, two years of Spanish in uh, junior high and high school. Don't remember any of it. So, it'd be kind of fun. I remember some of the Spanish I took in high school. How to swear. Primarily, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can ask where the library is, but you know, aside <laughs> from that, ¿Dónde está la biblioteca? Yes. Uh, Sheet Black, interesting, provocative point four ninety nine, saying I hate tag team victories counting as a singles victory. Me too. And if I can interject, I could have sworn that last week was number forty nine, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it we was. We don't know when these matches are happening. That was yeah. exactly my point. <laughs> So, yeah, it is weird they're doing that, but it, it is pumping up the record. So I'm fine with it because if she would have lost this tag team match, we, we would count it as her first loss, wouldn't we? Would we? No. If no. Jade Cargill got pinned to the mat, they'd just say, oh, well, yeah. thank God she's still undefeated. You couldn't run with that. True. Interesting. Deep questions. Big questions. Well, That's I don't what count we asked. Because uh, two weeks ago, to J Sammy Saint lost to John Cena. Roman Reigns did not lose that match. We all know that. <laughs> Roman Reigns is lost. What is he? 0 and 1 in the new year? John Cena eliminates Cody Rose. Oh my God, I would actually love to see that. <laughs> John Cena is not a big enough star as Cody to eliminate Cody Rhodes. Actually, you know what would be awesome is if uh, Gold Dust came back and eliminated Cody Rhodes. Oh, now you're getting dangerous. <laughs> That would be impressive. Stardust. Uh, Stardust. Somebody dressed up as Stardust eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Bo Dallas dressed up as Stardust. Hey, Stephen Amell could show up. Uh, but Action, could, Action and Dreddy won this match. Like, this was a good oh, main God, event. We had to talk about him. I mean, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. It just it was bad, bad positioning on the card. You the know. Event. Yeah, it's Action and Dreddy, Alfred. He's not a main eventer to you? <laughs> no, but I will say, I just want to give a special shout out to Jericho out of all of this. Yeah. Top donation on the Jay Briscoe's family fund oh, that was yeah. set up for people to hate, to to go ahead and donate. And Jericho donated. He dropped a nice $15,000 wow. donation to the Briscoe family. And for that, 
Listen, it's not the first time that we see Jericho. No, Jericho does this all the time. On, yes, he does. And and I just like I I was doing you know picking up some news for my stream and I saw that and there was a lot of very very names that we all know donating a good amount of money. But as of right now, the top donation in that fund is Chris Jericho, fifteen thousand dollars. I think that is more interesting than this main event. <laughs> Good it guy isn't. Jericho behind the scenes. He really is a good guy. Every time you see a, a wrestling donation fund set up, his name always pops up with a Absolutely. really good amount of money. Yeah, no, he's uh, exceptionally uh, generous and charitable. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was Rampage tonight, and uh, Action Andretti got that win. Not Action what Andrade. Talking about him. Andrade should change his name to Action Andrade. The new one, two, three kid. You know what's sad? That when he beat Jericho, I did want AEW to continue telling his story. Like, don't let him cool off, right? That was a cool moment. I just don't like the way they have continued to tell it. <laughs> yeah, well, do you think Jericho beats him on Dynamite? I don't know. I hope so. Sheet Black, 499, saying, remember, Goldberg did a battle royal and got a victory for everyone he threw out. That I was remember that. No. <laughs> I don't remember this. That's hilarious. <laughs> Imagine how many people. Well, according to Alfred, Cody's going to get 29 victories at the Rumble. 29. Right? He's going to throw everybody out. <laughs> I think they did the same thing with Asuka, is where they counted the victory in yeah. the Battle Royale as part of her win streak. And they said throughout the Battle Royale, oh, Asuka's win streak's on the line. Yeah. That's, that's kind of whack. Completely agreed. Yeah. So there you have it, folks. That was tonight in the world of professional wrestling. Issa, what do you have going on this weekend? I have, uh, I'm going to be going to WWC event tomorrow. Anybody in Puerto Rico that's hanging out there, I'm going to hey. be going there to cover it, do some interviews, watch some of the actions. On Sunday, I make my ring announcing debut here in Puerto Rico in Ponce. So I hope I don't mess that up. Exciting. You'll be great, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> No, it's Thank not you, like, man. I mean, it's not like you spend all your time like talking and <laughs> presenting and whatnot. You're going to be great. You know, you're going to be great. Alfred, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, follow me at Pro Wrestling Bits. We'll have some videos dropping. I just dropped a new one about the potential of the Jaguars winning the Super Bowl. Get ready for it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying that there's a potential. Uh, so we'll see if uh, that shakes out. But uh, just check me out. I'll be performing in real Hollywood tomorrow at the Fourth Wall Cafe. Come say hi. Nice. That's exciting. I will be recovering from the bad sushi. Was... <laughs> um, yeah, that's my weekend. Okay, Glenn. I'll send you pictures of my weekend on the group chat. Yeah. I'll be taking uh, Spanish lessons online. And, but do uh, not overtake your magnesium tonight, please. No, I'm not taking any tonight because I'm just going to give it a day. I'm going to let it sort of, you know. Okay. Maybe I'll play some Fortnite. I'll relax a little bit. I like to stay up late. I'm actually, I mean, you know, my favorite thing about I'm Friday a late night, night person too. But on Fridays, I love that I can stay up really late and then sleep into like two in the afternoon tomorrow. Oh, I can't do that. I have a podcast to do at like 11 a.m. So that's right. Yeah. I just don't sleep, period. So it's true. You're always awake. Uh, G Black Buff 99, aren't all y'all going to the Royal Rumble? Well, I am not. No, but, uh, I am. I'm waiting for am. them to come to Inglewood, then I'll go. She is going to be there to watch every Cody Rhodes elimination in person. And just yes. Like, boo. Boo. Yes, Isa. Oh, God. I'm going to text you after every one of his, uh, his eliminations to ask how big of a pop did that one get, Isa? Are you going to bring a I sign? Can't stand you. 
Que no, no, I'm going, I'm going as media, so I can oh. bring the Roman Reigns has BDE sign that I wanted to bring. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the press box, Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, you can. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Very exciting. Well, hey, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, we will catch you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc